what's up guys you're watching or listening to the money.finance podcast and this is another exciting episode uh thank you guys for the feedback that we have received so far on the episode seems like a lot of people are enjoying it um and for us it's only a pleasure we can only continue to do more of this and we appreciate some of the suggestions that you're making in the comments and please do not forget to rate us on uh, spotify itunes uh, apple podcasts and any other platform that you're watching or listening to this podcast uh we have big homies buddha here with us uh what do you have to say sir i'm quite excited my brother welcome back i'm good to be back as well how's london doing London is great, uh, big city for the African child, but you know, um, I can I can already see where the money could be made. So every everywhere I look, I see the money pretty much all around the big city, man. So I just see I'm fueled by a lot of opportunities. You know, it's bi- it's a big city, and it's my first time here, so I look forward to see how many uh, moves can I make. How 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 is that? Africa is pretty great, you know, a comedian turned media mogul by the name of, uh, is now a billionaire, actually, let me say, comedian turned media mogul billionaire from the US by the mm-hmm. name of Byron Allen says, it's all in your mindset, money is everywhere, there's lots of money everywhere, you, right you, you just need to know mm-hmm. where to find it, and you need to be in tune as that, that frequency of money for you to actually be able to attract money. And for you to be able to see money differently. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because ever since we started this podcast, ever since one has been on this um, journey of looking at everything from the money perspective, when they talk about businesses, I look at uh, you know the, the money side of things. When they're talking about COVID-19, when there's a crisis happening right now, I'm looking at all the different industries that have been affected. And as the world is opening up slowly right now, and I can see Europe has already opened, America is opening, South Africa hasn't opened fully yet. It's only now that um, uh, significant numbers of the population are vaccinated and the government is starting to open the country. All I'm thinking in my mind is just money, money, money. I'm an events guy. I'm a music guy. I'm an investor at the same time in cryptocurrencies. I'm in real estate and I'm in all these other things that I'm, that I'm invested in. So my mind is already thinking money, money, money. And what makes me excited is the journey that we own of starting this money finance podcast has brought a lot of people coming and saying their feedback is amazing. You guys are starting something great. We want to be a part of it. But at the same time, there is so many other opportunities as far as money is concerned, which are the low hanging fruits that us who've gone through a lot during this pandemic can start and start making money for ourselves right now. So that's where my mind is at. What are some of the things that we can start focusing on that can help our subscribers, our followers, our people that support our movement? I've got a fan base that spans back to about 20 years. And my responsibility all the time is always to empower my community. And if there's anything that I'd love to empower them with right now, more than ever before, is money, money making skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to talk about our subject today, uh, which is how to think long term, which is a very good subject. But before we get to that, I- I'm interested to hear your opinions about the vaccine and stuff. Uh, what do you think about the whole thing? Because I just took my first shot and I had to think hard about it. And I ended up making the conclusion that I'm better off getting vaccinated 
but I also know the other side of it where why people are skeptical about this and why others aren't taking it at all. What's your take on it? I think me, I'm a business person, you know, and I would love to see people trading. I would like to trade. I would like my businesses to make money. I'd like my beverages businesses to make money, my media businesses to make money. I want my real estate businesses to make money. I want to make money, <laughs> you know, and uh, but life comes first more than anything. Health comes first and um, rules and regulation of, of, of the government or when we adapt to a, a new way of doing things, it's never easy to adapt to new things and new ways of doing things. And then also you find that we come from an African culture where our ancestors have always been organic people. They've always been plant-based type of people. They've been eating organic foods. They've been vegetable type of people. They would hunt, they would um, farm, etc. That's the, the history that we come from as African people. But as times have evolved to where we are right now, as the new world that we are being ushered into and all these diseases that we have right now, and this um, influx of information that says vaccinate, 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 I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing that a lot of people also are resistant. They want uh, to do things that are, are, are informed before making any decisions as come when it comes to their health. The same thing as we only say about finances and investing, that people must be knowledgeable, they must go inform themselves, they must be educated before they invest in anything as far as their money is concerned. It's the same thing with health. So I, I understand both sides of the coin. People who are who are getting themselves vaccinated to move on with their lives, you know, to, to put bread on the tables for their families. I also understand the other side of people who are saying, right. hey, I need to be educated first and know what is going into my body. And, and some of the things that I've, I've learned or some of the information that I've heard makes me want to resist. And to each their own, you know, it's, yeah. it's everybody uh, making their own decisions as far as their own uh, bodies are concerned. So I, I'm neither uh, nor, you know, I'm just a human being that believes we should all be together and we should look after ourselves. Whatever decision you make, as far as your body is concerned, I believe that is your own prerogative. I'm not going to enforce anybody's um, decision or, or onto anyone. Uh, and, I, and same here, I wouldn't like anybody enforcing whatever they believe in onto me, right? right so on. I think it's becoming like one of those issues like religion, <laughs> you know, and, and politics. You know how controversial that can be. I yeah, think yeah, 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 this, yeah. this pandemic has taught us that we can get into that environment where there, there's people, there's even people throwing names. I don't like throwing names of anti this, anti that. We're all right. human beings. So I don't judge people. And I understand where people are coming from, from both sides. So to each their own, my brother. Right on. That's a very good way to put it. I mean, I, I struggled with this decision uh, because, which is a very good segue into today's topic of thinking long term. Because I was like, okay, I could see why, you know, there is an idea of a, of a vaccine to, to deal with what's going on right now. At the same time, um, what would be the cost of this, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of a um, a vaccine that is has been rolled out rather quickly than usual. The the world seems like it needs it at the same time, but then in the long term, I don't know how this is going to affect my life twenty years from now. And the problem with with a lot of things or decisions that we take for granted is that when you have a consequence uh, of a certain action that you did, say more than five years, I would say, it's harder to pinpoint to that 
particular incident. So if something happens to you, uh, good or bad in the next 20 years in, in, in the health environment, let's say you become a superhuman, you don't age anymore, uh, you just really become stronger as you grow older, you wouldn't even think that it's maybe the vaccine that did that, right? You'd just be like, oh, wow, I'm just an incredible person, but maybe you got mutated or something weird. Or if you get sick, you get some kind of a cancer or some weird disease in the future that nobody understands where it's coming from, it's harder to, to pinpoint it back to say, oh, maybe it is the vaccine that you took. So it's like when it comes to medicine or a lot of things, I think it's really important to put things into context and health is one of those sensitive subjects of like, okay, I don't really know how, this has not been tested for years. So I don't know anyone who has had this vaccine for 10 years to tell that, okay, you will be fine, you know? Uh, so I just had to go with the Nash equilibrium. I was like, okay, um, I think if most people are taking it, maybe there's a high upside of me just taking taking the, the vaccine. It's almost like when you're a um, a, a cow, you a, a bunch of cows are being chased by one lion. They could actually kill the, the one lion, but then one of them have to stop and start fighting back to the lion. <laughs> and so they could the only one cow that st stops first and start fighting back uh, against the lion could end up becoming the only cow that got killed because the other ones now joined in later to fight. But it's like, okay, so who is going to take the first hit? Uh, and everybody just run, then it becomes kind of an equal. <laughs> then it just becomes equal. If we all run and one of us gets eaten, well, we cannot point fingers because we're all running, right? So that's how I made my decision. But Jumping to, to, to today's subject, um, when it comes to thinking long-term, it's something that we hear a lot when it comes to money, the banks, even they, you know, they talk to us about think long-term, when you're investing, think long-term. Uh, at, at what point in your life or um, in what areas do you like to think long-term and what frameworks do you use to think long-term? Because it's easy to get sucked into the now, which I understand. We all have to pay the bills, we go grind, we go to work sometimes just so that we can really enjoy our weekends. But at what point do you have to factor this whole long-term thinking? It's a very good question. I mean, it's not an easy thing as well when you're young. A lot of young people want things now. And a lot of the young people have not lo lived long enough to even learn or exercise patience. And mm -hmm. it's understandable. They're young people, right? And then, and then other people get older. And the older you become, the more you learn patience, the more you actually even start thinking long-term, the more you start seeing the importance of thinking long-term. It's either because of the life you've lived before, you probably did not make the right decisions earlier, and now you're getting older and maybe you can compare with some of your other peers who are pretty much almost the same age group as you. You probably look at their lives, what they've achieved, what they've done with their lives, the decisions that they've taken earlier on, Maybe some of them, you even know them closer. You sort, of, you sort of were aware of the decisions they were making earlier, and you probably thought they were not smart enough to make those decisions, but you're seeing them now, you're seeing those decisions bear fruits for them. Maybe that also inspires you in your own life as, as, a, as, a, as an OG to be like, actually, you know what? I messed up when I was young. I could have done one, two, three, and four because probably this is where I would be right now. Maybe because that's, maybe, maybe because I'm not there, um, let me start thinking that way. Let me, it's never too late. Let me start making these decisions, start thinking long-term. 
So other people are forced in that situation because they've lived long enough and they've made mistakes and they're learning from them and they want to start doing better because I think that's how it has to be. The older you become, the more wisdom you get. And you obviously have got life experience, which is wisdom. And you, you get to make better decisions and you get to do better. For me, thinking long-term has always been in my mind, but it has never been in my mind like when my daughter was born. When my daughter was born, I started thinking long-term. I started thinking, geez, I can imagine education in 18 years from today, when she turns 18, how much universities are going to be? I can imagine the future of this child. Are they going to get a, a, a good uh, you know, support structure and background? We all know that money plays an important part and an important role as far as that's concerned. But for me, it was just over and above just the money. The birth of my daughter just grew me as a man. I started wanting to become a family man. Uh, obviously, when you become a family man, it, starts, it means you are thinking long-term because you're ahead of the home, you're a leader, people depend on you, people rely on you. And obviously you financially also you have to make decisions with your wife as a team to, to, you know, to secure the future of the family. You start thinking family business, you start thinking the contracts or the deals or the opportunities that I get into, are they opportunities that are gonna benefit me and my family long-term? So for me, it all started um, happening when my daughter was born, which was seven years ago. That's why I like this podcast, that the, the difference in our age group uh, and the point we are in life brings a different kind of a uh, perspective. Like uh, I haven't, I don't have any children. So that's not a, a point of reference that I have just yet. But now you're making me think of that now. It's like I can avoid said loopholes immediately because you, I can already start to think that, oh, you know, maybe before I can have a family one day, I should have some of these things in order. I learned more about long-term thinking in the world of dating funny enough so when um you know when you're young you're trying to chase girls and stuff like that and you always want to have the, the hardest girl uh whether in the school or in the hood or whatever and you realize that the, the hardest girl was really all about the cool guys you are not really the guy who they would want to roll with you know you don't have the money you don't have the swag you don't have anything so they will go with the high life and then what you have to do, you are only remaining with the grind. So you have to go back to work. And you realize that five years later, things now just turn around quickly. It's like, well, <laughs> maybe you don't want the same women anymore because they're not as great as they used to be or whatever path they took sort of screwed them up a little bit. And now you have the upper card or the, the, the higher card to play. So you're like, okay, wow. Uh, it's funny how timing, that's how I learned at least. That's how I learned that how timing can mess things up or fix things up or change the times a, a little bit. Then the same people would want to come to you and say, hey, now they want to talk to you like, well, five years ago, I really had no chance. I'm not too sure about now. <laughs> so that's one way I learned about it. I'm sure you probably have had those kind of experiences yourself multiple times. Of course, brother. I think... Um... And, and when you're young, it, it's all about, you know, um, the nicest things, whether the clothes, the car, the places you go to, the friends that you hang around with, you know, the, the partner, you just want to be around, you know, uh, you know, beautiful things. And I was very blessed to, to have been successful at a young age and I've ex I experienced that at, at an early age. So, so I know exactly what you're talking about. So, I mean, I've, I've been famous for a very long time in my country in South Africa. And I've been very blessed to have 
experience all the the nice things uh, that come with the fame, right? Right. But then as you get older, you also get to understand that certain things are not sustainable. And when you're thinking long-term, you're a man who wants to build a family. When you want to build a family and you are the king of, 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 of your castle, you got to have your queen. And in African mm. culture, you know, we always say black woman is God, right? When yeah. black woman is God, that's your queen. Because you give her the seed, she gives you the children and she turns it into a home. You bring her the little paycheck that you get from wherever you come from hustling it. She's going to turn that into a meal for you and the children. You give her more of that, she's going to turn that into even more bigger and better things for you and the children. So now you're no longer just looking for somebody who's going to look pretty in your arm. You're looking for somebody who's going to be able to build a home with you. You're right looking on. for a queen. You're looking for somebody who is even maybe more responsible than you are because women are more, most of the times in our African culture, women are more responsible than we are as guys. Usually yeah. we go out there, we are hunters. Women turn the little that we give them or we bring at home into something amazing, into generations of, of a legacy for you. And they're doing that for you as, as, as the head. But that's the reason why when you find your queen, it has to be a queen who's mentally aligned with you as well, who wants to build a future, wants to build a, a, a respectable, good family with awesome, positive principles and values, with a great future. You got to get a woman who's in touch with um, God, with her feminine side, with um, respecting herself, respecting you and obviously your families. You know what I mean? So there's all these different issues that come with your queen, especially as an African. Your queen has to be representative as the, the, the king. Other kings, it depends on what they do with their lives, but there's others like us who are driven, who just want more and more, who want to build right. a family, who want to build a family dynasty, a legacy, who are chasing wealth. You want, you want your equal, right? If not better. And, and I'd yeah. like to say over the years, I've really, I've been through, I've been through that journey and, and I've really been blessed to be in an environment where my, my, my significant other, I believe is more intelligent than I am, is, mm. is God fearing. She teaches me things every day. She's, uh, you know, she's a leader in her own right, in her own, uh, you know, um, um, industry or what she does. She's good at what she does. She's at the top of what she does, but also when we come together, then we are able to become that amazing powerhouse that God is as um, destined man and woman to be. Isn't it that God says, he right. who finds a wife finds a beautiful thing, right? And, and, and basically as you get older, you'll see that it's not about the, the woman of the streets who's the most hottest or who posts you know, the most hottest pictures on Instagram, on Instagram. <laughs> but it's about the woman who's God fearing and who can be right. able to match you and help you build an amazing home and, and, and a family dynasty, you know? I think I, I did a terrible job of making that analogy with the uh, long-term thinking because I don't think what I, <laughs> the point that, that I was trying to make was clear enough though. Uh, what I was trying to say was uh, in the world, I think it, this is, it, it doesn't even matter. Maybe it matters more when you're younger there is certain type of men or women that you're trying to get with, whether you're a man or woman, and they think that you're below their standard, below their level, or you're below their type. 
and then if you play the long the long the long game you know you realize that okay eventually you catch up and even go beyond what uh they considered your class or your level or your your status and then maybe they actually take a downturn and you end up becoming you flip the tables now you end up become, uh, going on top but only because you play the long the long game when everybody else was going to the club maybe you were the one sitting home and getting the work done and then eventually the tables have turned so that was the concept that i was trying to uh uh to get oh, across i get you. i get you. right and that's what i always say to my young guys i'm like guys invest in yourself focus on personal development focus right. on building you focus on even if you're not the coolest guy in your 20s you're still young it's okay let other mm -hmm. people out there be cool work on you work on that physique work on your health work on your career work on those skills get your money right focus on building your purpose because once you build your purpose and you find out what it is and you build your grind up there's going to be a point where the very same people who never gave you the time of day at a later stage you know the tables turn they're going to be wanting you left right and center because you've got all the money now right even if you don't have all the money in the world but the fact that you've been working on yourself for that whole decade of you in your 20s you're going to be more smarter you're going to be more wiser you're going to start making better decisions in your early 30s you're going to be making better investments you're going to be having probably even a better job or your business is going to be at a better stage because you started running a business early or your investments would have matured or would be starting to give off very good fruits at that age because you started young and you acquired the knowledge so my my focus or my message to younger guys all the time is focus on you if you're still young because once you focus on girls girls run away you keep chasing them you keep playing the sisters oh, you're but, not but playing also, you actually remember something. we also have women listening to the show <laughs> so we have to keep it symbiotic yeah yes and i was about to change and, and, and say that that's one example and i'm talking about the guys so i was about to flip it as well and say right even with the sisters it's the same if you are out there chasing uh, we all have to have fun we all have to be young bro we have to have fun we have to travel we have to party but you also have to understand why, how important it is for you to build yourself to focus on personal development so you can be a better sister don't rely on you know the guy's hustle because that's not your money if he dumps you or you dump him or you break up you're not gonna <laughs> you know the, his success is not sexually transmitted but if you make wise decisions when you when you are blessed enough to even date people who teach you things or who make you travel places that you've never been to or who expose you to the type of hustles that they're in whether it's running whatever business whatever industry or whether they're investing whatever they're in if you're blessed enough to date somebody who's getting money don't just be excited about swiping the card away be the sister who wants to know how is he making his money right how can I play a role in helping him make even more money? Because as soon as you do that, by default, you're actually helping yourself get more knowledgeable by being in a role where, you're, where you are contributing to helping him. Automatically, you're helping yourself because you're learning how he's making his money. And I mean, how many women out there have helped a guy become successful as they would say things like a, I mean, you look at um, Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos's wife. Right. She, it's because she played a role in building that company. Yeah. Even though exactly. we only knew Jeff Bezos, but she built that company behind the scenes. Right. We don't know nothing about that. We don't know nothing about the sleepless nights that 
Jeff Bezos had to go through with his wife. Look, she had, at she, she had, at she one point, she had to structure. take, she had to take her own money and borrow him because the, the business wasn't working. It was collapsing. She had to take her own personal funds, invest in her, in, in Jeff's business. And then things were uh, kept on rolling, you know? So there, there's kind of sacrifices like those that people just don't know when you grow bigger, but like your, your partners can really play a big role, which is still not, still does not make it an easy thing to find, right? <laughs> People that are aligned. It's not an easy thing to find the right long, I can imagine. Long-term. Yeah, no, I totally under, I understand. And and when you're think, saying thinking long-term, there has to be a balance. It can't only just be about the money. You need to mm-hmm. remember for the money to follow, there has to have been a purpose that is followed or that is pursued for the money to become the byproduct of the success of yes. that achievement of that purpose. And with purpose is something that we're here on earth to pursue. We're here to pursue our purposes, just make a difference. I always say to people, so my name means a blessing. I'm, a, I'm blessed to become a blessing. And mm-hmm. I believe that's why I'm so blessed in my life because I'm blessed to become a blessing. So in you're, the pursuit you're a of, of the, <laughs> in the real sense, right? In the pursuit of, 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 that, of, of that purpose, you know, whoever is with me, they might not be on camera or on the mic, but they play a role in making me the person that I am. And they become a part of, of my hustle. Whether people know or they don't know, but they don't even need to know. But the person that makes me or that helps me become the best me I can be is my queen, right? And then your queen becomes your partner and vice versa. For a lot of women out there, I can imagine, you know, how many times they can share stories about the amazing man they've had who has pretty much contributed into them becoming whoever they are. And that man can be their brother. That man can be their business partner. But in my case, or in, 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 in let me not talk about me. Let me just say in, in a lot of people's cases out there, I think that's why they even came up with the phrase behind every successful or every great man, there, okay. is, there is even a greater sister or a woman, queen. And I always say black woman is God, man. And I know it's not only black women who are watching this because I'm, I'm a black person, but um, I think as much as you, 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 you might be about yourself, Gray, think about yourself in a family environment. I know you're alone now, you're building yourself, focus on yourself, mm-hmm. but think about you in your future being in a family environment, right? because you can never build alone. You need a team, sure. you need support structure. You also need to pass on the wealth that you're building to the kids. And the kids at some point, they're going to come and you're not gonna make those kids alone. You're gonna make them with the queen, right? Right on, right on. Um, you know, very hard. Uh, we'll see when we get there, you know, like I, I'm clueless. I don't really know <laughs> yeah. when it comes to that. Like, I, I don't know, I'm just like, okay. You know, also it happens, you live life and you have been focusing on focused on one thing for a very long time. That's all you know. I, I would say probably it's it's one of the reasons that you probably it took you very long time that you have been single for most of your life. I would say, right? Isn't that correct? Or at least you're not officially married. Yes, um, I've never in been the married. In sense, there you go. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I've never been married. I've never been married, and I think it comes with time, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed to have walked the journey that I've, that I've walked. And there is no blueprint to this, uh, to this thing, you know? Nobody has it figured out. Whether you right. are you know, in 
you, you are Michael Jackson or whether you are, whoever you are, there's nobody who's got a script for this thing. I think God blesses all of us in all different ways. And um, having grown up in a, uh, let me say, patriarchal, or let me say a, a world that has been built and designed by men, Mm-hmm. We are slowly unlearning a lot of things and learning new things. And, 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 and none of us are perfect. We're just on this consistent learning journey. And my message to people out there is seek God. Once you seek God, you find everything. Because then the, the, the word of God makes more and more sense as you get older. That's why they always mm-hmm. say there's, there's every scripture in the Bible for everybody. Even con men or even criminals, they can use the Bible to con people. Right. But the Bible makes more and more sense as you get older. And to eat their own, you must take your time, build yourself, but in, um, pursue your purpose. But there is going to be a time when God is going to bless you even abundantly because as soon as you find that right queen, bro, everything changes, man. Because <laughs> she multiplies everything you have. That's why they call it a... They call it a what in, in, in the Bible? They call it a, geez, man, for, for the lack of a better word, I'll, I'll just say it, it's a blessing, but it's, it's a beautiful thing, my brother. And uh, nobody's perfect in it. It can happen for you when, when you're in your 20s, it can happen in your 30s. Other people, it happens when they are 60 years old. You can never judge people according to how other people have lived their lives or according right to how you understand it to be. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, the, the way I've, I'm set to do to, to, to live right now is that, I mean, the way I've always lived is that this is my life. There's no script. There's no answers. There's no blueprint, maybe, right? Unless for something specific that I'm looking for. And I, come in, I came to this world with, uh, without knowing any single thing. And I'm learning everything as I go every day as a completely new person. So... Uh, that gives, I think that gives me a little bit of room to think freely about things and create my own philosophy and judgment about what I think things are. So like you say, there's no, there's really no blueprint. Nobody has the grand answer and uh, blessings come at different times for different people, uh, perhaps for different reasons too. So yeah, uh, good conversation when it comes to uh, thinking long-term. I like this one. You uh, you sounded like a, uh, the OG, the Yoda. Do you know? Have you did you watch? Did you watch Star Wars at all? Have you been into that stuff? Yeah, I've watched Star Wars, but Jesus, it's 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 a little while ago. I've just recently watched the um, the Black Godfather, Clarence Avant. I don't know if you've watched that documentary on Netflix. Clarence mm-hmm. Avant was the Black Godfather, and for me. I mean, I even watched, I don't know if you watched the Quincy Jones um, documentary as well. When I watch such OGs, you learn so much about life and especially people that we can relate to. I mean, Quincy was a musician. I can relate to him because I'm a musician and that's where my career started. The Black Godfather is the same thing. Somebody within the entertainment industry, the celebrity space, the music space. But now these people are old. They're in their like 60s, 70s, 80s. And I can always, you know, um, relate to their stories and stories like that inspire me because these people have grown to become the people that they are today. But the stories that they share, they is, yeah, it's, it's like no other. And even just our own, our own grandmothers, my own OGs and, and, and my own mothers and my own 
second or third mothers and my own spiritual mothers, I learned so many things all the time about the importance of the Bible. And as I've grown older all the time, I've learned to appreciate God even more. I think I'm more of, of God's student now than I've ever been. And I think it's a beautiful thing that even this podcast, this episode, as much as the podcast is about money and finance, it's very important to speak about the family aspect of mm-hmm. what creates wealth. You need to remember, for us to keep on having opinions about how the world is run, it's because it's run by families. And for those right. families to run this world because of wealth, how was that wealth created? Whichever way it was created, they had to put in systems to pass on the, 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 the legacy. And that's right. why their legacy of, of those families all over the world still lives till today. So family is an important aspect of creating wealth. So we can run around all we want and, and chase money, but you're not going to be able to multiply the money and it becomes in abundance and you put together a beautiful structure and you build a, a family unit and, and uh-huh. then you, you put a structure to pass it on to the next generation if you don't have a family. So you can't only be successful from the monetary side. You, your life has to have a balance, the spiritual side, the family, the finances, you know, the, the personal health, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But family is the most important thing. And thank you very much for focusing on long term. But the, the, the conversations ended up becoming more about our, our type of partners when we're thinking long term. It's right. going to be the same when we get to a conversation of the type of other things when we're thinking long-term. For now, there's the type of partners when we're thinking long-term. And, and, and as they say, family is everything. It's all about family at the end of the day, right? Family comes first, yeah. right? Okay, cool. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for watching and listening. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Remember to leave comments and subscribe. And leave us reviews on all the streaming platforms that you're enjoying the money.finance podcast. We have a lot of things, a lot of good things coming out for you uh, to make sure that we give you even more value other than um, the, just the conversations, but other things that can also help you uh, to bring some more value to your life. So thank you for watching and see you on the next episode.